this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, and Flick. Last week, the party had a much briefer chat with the Temple Guardians than anyone expected. The Guardians wanted their key back, keys back, but our adventurers pointed out that the deal was to give the keys back when they got their friend back, and Bria wasn't there. Where was Bria, you ask? Well, she was headed to Silfson to observe the administration of the tests to select new guardians from the Yuan-Ti. This, for obvious reasons, didn't sit super well with the party, so after some quick goodbyes, they left and headed east. But not to go after Bria. No, that would be far too predictable. They went east because Flick got an idea into his head that he would use his consecration ritual on the ancient well they ran across during their flight from Silpson, and that's where they're headed. They've arrived now, and they have encountered a strange menacing tree that just initiated combat with Kit. What strange powers will this tree have? Will the party be able to defeat it? And if they do, what's going to happen if Flick tries to consecrate something other than the temple? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hello. So uh, I believe that at the end of last week, I said roll initiative. So we should do that. Yes. Okay. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How bad was it? It was real bad. <laughs> oh no. What was it? A five. Ooh. All right. A five. Uh, Kit. I'm uh, sorry, Flick. How about you? A seven. Oh boy. Uh, all right. <laughs> and Bizdira. So, funny thing is, I oh, actually no. rolled a five as well, but I have plus three, so it's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five too. I have plus two. <laughs> we all rolled fives. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I rolled a I'm three, sorry, so, I, I, well. I, I misspoke. I have a plus one, so I actually have a uh, six. A six? <laughs> Wait, no. I misspoke. You have an eight. What? Oh, no, he rolled a I five. see. Oh, you I rolled a five. Two. Yes. Okay. Really good. All right. So uh, Kit and the tree are going to get to go uh, in a round because they're like sort of, she's sort of out of view and like you can't, the other two of you can't really see what's happening very clearly. So they're going to get around, and then we will go to the top of initiative for everyone. Uh, but, so, but I prepared a uh, oh, radiant sunbolt, and I prepared a spell. Yes, you did. Um, Bizdira, make me a wisdom perception check, please. <laughs> I'm going to use a different die. Okay. Eight. Eight. <laughs> so you don't oh, actually realize God. what's happening. So you'll be able to use that in the first round of combat. But the tree and Kit are going to get to go uh, in a sort of semi-surprise round. Um, All right, so, Kit, you prepared what? Flaming Sphere. Wonderful. Go ahead and resolve. I'll let you resolve that first, since you were hair-trigger ready for this. Great. I cast Flaming Sphere at the base of the tree. (laughs) Okie dokie. And it has to make a dex save, or you make a... I never Uh, remember the the spell. I don't know why. The creature has to make a dex saving throw. Okay, let's see. I can't imagine that's going to go particularly well, but let's find out. Oh, actually, it's not as bad as I thought. Trees aren't known for their nimbleness. They're not. It also gets an 18. (laughs) What? (laughs) So this tree is extremely nimble, and it is actually super weird. It doesn't move super fast, but it does definitely move out of the way uh, of the better part of your flaming sphere attack. It's super creepy to see. Would I see the flaming sphere, and in which case, set off my radiant fireball? Oh, Sunbolt. Haha. All right, Out so Kit, what happens at this point? Um. Well, so technically, it's. Ugh, I'm. I don't want to say it because then it's gonna not take damage. But I should have. No, it's actually. It's at the end of its throw if it ends. Uh. In, oh. Okay. Within. Well, then we'll then we'll wait. Yeah. 
So uh, if it ends its turn within five feet of the spear, it has to make the, th- the save. Okay, so we'll we'll hold off on that then. So you cast the spell. There's a flaming sphere right there. The tree is then going to uh, attack you. It's going to try and uh, claw at you. And that is a 26 to hit. Fine. <laughs> uh, and then it is also going to try and bite you, but that is only an 11 to hit. That does not hit. All right, so uh, this creepy clawed bow that you saw that looks sort of fleshy uh, just rakes across your front tearing through some of your armor and dealing 11, 13 17 slashing damage Jesus oh my god Uh, wow that's pretty bad <laughs> one could say that yes uh, um, all right. Wait, yes. does my fire shield react? Uh, if you would like to use your reaction for it, too, sure. I would like for that to happen. And also, is it within five feet of the sphere? Yes, it hasn't moved. So your shield uh, bursts with flame. And this time it only gets a nine on its saving throw. We'll, I'll roll the save again. So it gets a nine on its saving throw. So it gets, in theory, singed from both your shield and the spell. But you notice that there aren't any burn marks on the tree whatsoever. Are you kidding me? Are you dead me? ass right now? It's a tree! <laughs> it, is, it is, in fact, a, a fiend masquerading as a tree. Or, no, I suppose it is a tree, but it is also a fiend, so it's immune to fire. That's super annoying. <laughs> I am <That's> angry. <laughs> I I bet that you are. Uh, Vizdira, go ahead and resolve your, your prepared attack now. 21 to hit. That will do. And that's five radiant damage. All right. So that does strike and do damage to the tree, and the tree sort of, its other branches sort of flail, uh, and it it's, it's not pleased about it. All right, Good. so now we're going to go into the round in earnest, back to the top. Unfortunately, that means the tree gets to attack Kit again. <laughs> so it's well, going to... if I die, it was nice knowing you all. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to try and claw again. That is a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. And it's going to try and bite you. Its bites are really not getting through. That's only a 12. Yeah, that one doesn't. (laughs) All right. So that is... Oh, that's not so bad. That's only 10 points of of slashing damage as it once again just rakes across uh, your shoulder with this creepy, fleshy, clawed bow. And now it is Bizdira's turn again. Uh, Flick, you're on deck. Great. Um, So I'm going to uh, run up and do my... Lots of attacks. Okay. So dagger first. Pretty sure a 23 will hit there, right? Yes, it will. How about a 19? A 19 is going to hit, yes. So that's your second dagger because you're fifth level. Ooh. And then I can do... Does that mean I can do So you two? can do one. You can do one as a bonus action. You can punch it once as a bonus action without using a key point and twice if you do use a key point. I'm going to use a key point. Okay. Two punches now that you've gotten a couple of slashes in with the dagger. Twelve. Twelve does not hit, so that one, it's, it looks, it, the arm looks fleshy, but it is in fact bark and wood, so that one sort of hurts as you punch it and don't do any damage, but your second swing... Is a 16. Is a 16, right, which... No, is a 20 adjusted. Oh, yes, that absolutely hits. All right, so that's two hits with the dagger and one hit with a fist as she just runs up and Vizdira swings and slashes, getting several good hits in. Seventeen. Seventeen altogether. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Flick, it is your turn. Uh, okay, I'm gonna see the big ball of fire, and I'm gonna run up. Yep. Um. Oh, we were yep. we were pretty close initially, right? You were probably twenty okay, feet great. out. Yeah. So initially. I'll move. Uh, I'm not gonna move. 
uh, but to where I can see the tree. And I'm going to use my channel okay. divinity, Radiance of the Dawn. So that has to make oh, a right. uh, constitution save. That is not going to make it, almost certainly. Uh, it's a 10. No, and so it'll take 2d10 plus 5. That is 23 radiant damage. Damn. All right. Take that. Get seared with that. Stupid. Not pleased. All right. Very nice. Anything else? Uh, no. Okie dokie. Uh, Kit, we're back to you as a flash of incredibly bright light that that doesn't harm you at all. In fact, it seems to sort of enervate, uh, not enervate, that's a bad thing, energize you a little bit, uh, (laughs) not mechanically, but like it feels good, but you see this tree just writhe under the brightness of this flash. Yay! (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Um, okay. So I'm in a wild shape because I only have six hit points left. That feels not like a... (laughs) Not, not like not a bad idea. Um, the question is, what do I turn into? Um, <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna. It doesn't, even though it's not the biggest of hit points, I'm gonna go for a brown bear with its multi attack. Yeah, I love it. Nice. So I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna attack it. Do the thing. Great. Ooh, one of them almost certainly doesn't hit. Um, so the bite is a 12 to hit? 12 does not, so you clamp down, but the bark is too strong for your okay. newly grown bear teeth. But I am assuming that a 21 with my claws does hit. <laughs> yes, the claws, however, are much stronger and slice through some bark, doing... Ooh. Doing 12 points of damage. Nice, all right. So, uh... Oh, and then I want to back re- up. <laughs> Oh, sorry, yes. You can Just back up, and, and it's going to slash at you as you back up with its claw. That's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll that'll hit. Sure. All right, so the claw, this claw gives as good as it gets. You claw it. It claws you bear form right back, doing uh, 6, 8, 12 points of slashing damage. Okay. All right, so you back up a little bit, and as you do, the tree looks like it's ready to attack, and there's this weird sort of reddish pulse that explodes out from the well just on the other side of the tree, and it's this horrible, sickly, reddish-black pulse of light and energy that just blows out and envelops all of you, the three of you and the tree, and you just feel weaker and slower somehow, and uh, all melee attacks are going to be at disadvantage now. Oh! Uh, But that includes for the tree, so there's that. Well, it's coming from the well? It's coming from the well, yes. The well doesn't want us to fight, wants us to be friends. Um, yeah. Uh, so it is the tree's turn, and now that Kit has moved, uh, it seems that Bizdira is right in the tree's sights. So it's going to try and claw you, Bizdira. At disadvantage, it gets a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll do. And then it's going to try and bite you. At disadvantage, it gets a 9 to hit. That will not do. All right. So it claws you for 16 points of slashing damage. Jesus. Uh, and that is its turn, as you can see that it too is feeling sort of a little bit weaker and and slower. Uh, and Bizdir, you are up. Great, lots of attacks. Okay, all at disadvantage. I literally crit. Oh. oh and no. and I have a fourteen adjusted. Uh, fourteen does hit. Okay. Thanks. So that at least hits. Twelve. 
12 does not. So that's two. Are you key pointing or not key pointing? I'm key pointing. Okay, so that's two more. No. Okay. And a 16. A 16. So. All right, so Bizdir is moving fast, but her swings just don't seem as strong as they were six seconds ago, but she still manages to get two good hits in. Uh, that's 17 again. All right, nice rolls. Two fives. You beat the crap out of it some more. Uh, Flick, it is your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, shoot, this sucks. How does he look? <laughs> uh, make me a, I guess, a wisdom medicine check. It's a little weird, but we'll take it. Ah, uh, he doesn't see. Okay. Um, it looks like a tree. It looks like a tree that's fighting us. So... Mm-hmm. Use radiant. Anything radiant. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Uh, wait, have you been hit, Bizdira? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to bonus action healing word you... Great. At what level? Uh, for now, just a first level. Okay. So that's six points back to you. Okay. And... Cool. Thank you. Hmm. She so said thank, thank you. you. Carry oh, on. Oh, yeah, of course. And then um, I'm going to Sacred Flame it. So it needs All a dex right. save. So it needs to make a dexterity saving throw, and it gets an eight. Great. That's a D- so 2d8 now. 15. Wow. My damage rolls yeah, are good, really good. All right. Kit, you are up as uh, the Sacred Light of Denier comes flashing down onto the tree and carving out a section of its bark. Nice. Um, Can I... T- See how it's doing? Make me a wisdom medicine check. I have no idea. It's it's a tree. It's a tree. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to attack it again, I guess. Okay. Disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, that one doesn't hit. Nope. Okay, not at all. great. So the bear comes in, but the bear is feeling weak, and it's, what was that, the bite misses? Yeah. Just can't pierce the bark. How about and, the claws? And that is uh, going to be a 15 to hit. 15 does hit, so the claws do manage to tear some of the bark and the inner wood out of this creature. And that is going to be 11 points of damage. All right, so Kit the bear roars and comes charging in and slashes out a chunk of the wood with her claws. It is uh, the pulse emanates from the well yet again and you all continue to feel this weakened state and it is the tree's turn uh the tree is going to start by attempting to let's see uh i think the bear is the bigger concern so it's going to start by trying to bite the bear we are still at disadvantage uh that ooh, well it's not a crit so that's good but it is still a 23 to hit uh so at disadvantage yes i am offended So it does 11, 15, 19 (laughs) points of piercing damage. Oh, okay. I'm still a bear. bear. Oh, fantastic. All right. The bear is also grappled and (laughs) you are restrained while you are grappled and it is going to try and claw you now, now that it's got you in its mouth. So that line that you saw opens up into this great big maw and just clamps down on the bear. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but even with the uh, extra, the advantage, which cancels the disadvantage, uh, it's only a, somehow, it's only a 10 to hit you with its claws. It, like, tries, like, its arm is a little too long, and it tries to, like, get it back on itself, but it, it can't, it's awkward for it to claw something <laughs> in its own mouth. Uh, so it misses you with its claw attack. Uh, but you are still grappled uh, and restrained. I so feel like, it, does it look really funny? 
I bet it's like really funny looking. It it is pretty funny looking. I <laughs> have to like say, a bear like butt. it's not a funny situation, but like yes, exactly. Like there's a bear butt, and this claw is like just sort of. It almost looks like it's like scratching the bear butt because it can't really like get you very well. Yeah, I'm imagining definitely. the Charmin bear, the yes. red Charmin yeah, bear, yeah, yeah. since kid is redhead. Oh, that, <laughs> that is what's happening. Um, we need some fan art of that, folks. <laughs> yes, please. We'll be waiting. Uh, that and then the or- the orc stenographer from last week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Bizdira, you are up. Flick, you're on deck. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, same. Punches. All right, all at disadvantage. Um, I'm actually going to... I'm going to use Jeez. my inspiration to use my first attack as okay, normal. Okay, as, uh, as normal. Yep, absolutely. Really want to get that hit in. That was a terrible use of it. Oh, no. It's a 12. No, 12 doesn't. All right. Second attack, Bizdir misses on the first one. 17. 17 hits. She connects on the third one. Second one. Adjusted 20. Adjusted 20. She connects on the third. Key and point. a roundhouse kick for the final. And 16. Six. Damn. Good rolls with yeah. disadvantage. I rolled two Three hits. tens on that one. Nice. Three hits in. And one of them still is a at a plus four, right? Because I get two attacks with my dagger. Uh, correct. 18. Okay. Uh, Flick, you are up as Bizdira just it pummels the... Sh- I mean, there are wood chips flying everywhere as she attacks this thing. <laughs> I see. I'm imagining uh, Edward Scissorhands when he goes yes, to the bushes. exactly. It's like leaves and things everywhere. I love it. All right. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to try something. Never done this before, I guess. All uh, right. I'm ready for you. Range is 60. Great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Fairy Fire... Um, oh. And I'm going to set the uh, the point nice. of the cube on the other side of the tree so that it doesn't get us, but it gets the tree. Great. Uh, it's definitely going to get Kit because she's same in time? its mouth. Oh. But you can but you can avoid but you can avoid Bizdira. Okay, that's fine for now. She'll get okay. out of there. Um, right. And great. So yeah, I'm going to do that. That's what I'm going to do. All right. So you cast that. Um, so as you cast it, you feel a weird tug on your magic, and uh, let's see, the spell goes off as normal. The tree gets a 17 for its dexterity save. Mm, that saves. Okay, Kit, I need you to make a dexterity save as well, please. Fine. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. That's a 19. Cool, you have disadvantage because you're restrained. No, never mind. <laughs> never mind, it was terrible. It was a 9. Okay, so you are limbed in what color is your fairy fire, Flick? It's going to be green. <laughs> All right, so you are limbed in a beautiful green fire, but Flick, you feel a little bit of your magic get tugged away, and it you can you almost can see it. It's not really seeing it, but, like, you know, you have that sixth sense about magic, right? Um, and it gets sort of tugged into the tree, and you watch some of the tree's wounds heal. Oh, no, no, no. no fuck no, that. Good. That's not Hell it. Oh, no. As it sort of synthesizes some of your your magic. Did I feel the um, same with uh, my sacred flame or anything like that? You didn't. No, not with the sacred flame. Great. Thanks. <laughs> mhm. All right. So, uh, this now bare butt is is shiny green in addition to sticking out of the maw of this tree. I this feel gets like better it's very um appropriate for the festive time of year. The Absolutely. The green with the red fur. I love it. I love everything about it. Uh, Kit, tell us what uh, Festive Bear is doing. Um, can I attack it while I'm restrained? You can. You have disadvantage on attack rolls. Yeah, um, I already you can also have use disadvantage your on attack rolls. That's true. You can also use your um, action to try and escape the grapple if you like. 
Mm, no, I think I'm just going to attack it. Whatever. Go for it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the bite does not hit. Okay. And... Yeah, no, neither of them hit. Okay, so you're just struggling in the maw, trying to get out, but just can't quite twist around to get a good bite on it. The well lets out another pulse, and the uh, tree continues to try to... uh, It's going to try and bite down on you some more, Kit, now that you're in its maw. That is... Oof! That is a 22 to hit. Nope. Um, My AC has gotten really high in the last five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So that is... That's going to do 15, 21, 25 points of damage. I'm down. Goodbye. Okay, down, down? Yep. Okay. Uh, so Kit goes Kit goes back into Azamar form and then limply uh, slumps down in the maw of this thing. Uh, and it realizes that it has you still grappled, but uh, you're not putting up a fight, so it's going to use its claw attack on Bizdira. Um, it will have disadvantage on this attack since you're neither limbed in fairy fire nor in its mouth. Great. With disadvantage, that's a 17 to hit. Sure. All right. So it slashes into your belly, uh, doing 11 points of slashing damage. Great. And that is its turn. It is Bizdira's turn. Careful. Uh, Flick, can you heal her? Yep. Great. <laughs> yep. Four attacks. I got her. All right. 17. That hits. 13. Does not hit. 20. Hits. 14. Does hit. Damn, you win these disadvantage rolls. Yeah, I've been going really good with these. All right, so so Bizdira uh, hauls off and smacks it three more times. 20. 20, all right. Can I do a medicine check? uh, Well... Yes, but it's going to go, the tree, the branch is going to go limp and sort of the mouth opens and Kit falls to the ground and clearly this thing has been uh, slain. Fantastic. We are going to stay in initiative because Kit is still in a bad way. So Flick. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm g- <laughs> Hi. Uh, I am going to uh, third level healing word her. Thought okay, I was going to do something else, but now that it's done, we're, we're good. All right. All right, so you third level healing word, roll that up. Uh, That's a total of 11. All right, so Kit has 11 hit points back. You feel that tug again, only this time it's much more powerful because the spell is more powerful, and the tree begins to move Are you dead ass? We are still in initiative. Kit, you are still in its mouth. You have 11 hit points. It is your turn. No, it's my turn. That was a bonus action. Oh, you're right. Okay, continue your turn. Oh, my God. And you're actually not in its mouth. Sacred flame. Sacred flame. save. Uh, That is a nine. It doesn't. That's 10 radiant damage. Okay, and the tree slumps to the That's ground again. That's what I again. thought, bitch. <laughs> As it starts to get up and move and reach for Kit, the sacred fire of Denier lances down onto the tree, and it once again goes still. Absolutely not. Not today. <laughs> okay, now no one's in immediate danger, so we can be out of initiative at this point. So, Kit, you stumble to your feet. The remains of this tree just sort of hanging there limply. I'm going to turn to my <laughs> companions and say, well, that was a mistake. That was fun. Can we rest now? <laughs> no, it wasn't great. <laughs> no. 
Well, I also I'm have not pra- resting here. I also right. have prayer well, of healing I'm also too. Thinking... If we can go away from the tree, because I'm uh, afraid I'll heal it again. Yeah. Do we know how uh, to kill? Can we consecrate the well? Because something's not right there. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah some absolutely. something is not great. You mean those sickly red flashes aren't natural. Mm-mm. No, that's <laughs> gross. It's not what wells do. Well, let us. The consecration ritual doesn't have to. I don't have to have a spell slot for that, do I? I just need no. time. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Um. So, sh- do you guys want to do a full prayer of healing? It's okay. t- it just takes like ten minutes, so Should we don't we have to rest. Walk away a little bit. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, we gotta go. So- we gotta go somewhere else. Um, Wait, before how, we do how that, far away are you going? <laughs> Wait, before we walk away, um, uh-huh. is there any sort of check I can do to see if there's a way to like kill kill this tree? I mean. You could hack at it a bunch. It is, like, still tree. Like, you could, I don't know, c- cut it down. Oh, does the tree look like a tree? Like, does it has it lost its sort of, like, fleshy uh, weirdness? No, it, I mean, it's, it, looks, it looks the same as it did. Like, its arm, that one branch is still sort of clearly, like, fleshy. But the rest of it is, you know, wooden bark. <laughs> Wood and bark. Not wooden bark. Of course, bark is wood. Uh, never mind. Yeah, I'm not gonna, like, <laughs> heal again around here because it could heal it. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm it's, just you know, worried it if we tree- walk away it'll wake back up and right. then we're gonna have to fight right. it again which is why I feel like we should do something to the body. You go for it. I don't have anything except I mean I could whack at it with my quarterstaff but <laughs> I mean we I mean it can't be burned and can I yeah I mean I really don't have anything else can I keep besides like I could to keep sure there's no flaming death it, but like it's already dead. That it's dead and dead dead. So I'm gonna kick it Sure. Mm-hmm. So you all just gently. So Bizdira just starts punching and kicking. Kit and Flick, you all doing anything? I'll help her. I'll. I will whack it with my quarterstaff. It's I like love a it. little ridiculous. You sort of, and you sort of like jam it. your quarterstaff down in its maw a couple of times, and like, yeah. How about you, Flick? You know what? I'm gonna take out my mace. I'm just gonna go at it. I'm just gonna come and join the group. <laughs> I love yes. this visual of the three of you just beating <laughs> the shit out of an inanimate tree. I'm obsessed. That's exactly uh, right. Uh, by the time you're done, you're all, like, sweaty and breathing hard. And if this thing comes back to life, then, like, everything you know about creatures is a lie. That's right. That's what I thought. So we can go um, over... Let's go over on... Well, well, let's check out the well first, shall we not? <laughs> sure. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the same as it was, even with those red flashes and things. Yeah, the red flashes seem to have stopped. And they gave us disadvantage, so they obviously... They made us weak. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they, they made you weak and slow. They sucked mm. Interesting. Um, okay. Well, we need to be healed up. So let's just go on the other side. Let's, like, go... I don't know. What do you think? Like, 60 feet away from on the other side? Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Well, Great. hunker down and I'll cast Prayer of Healing. All right. So that takes 10 minutes, I believe. Yeah, and I'm going to do it at a uh, third level. Okay, third level. Very good. So that's 3d8 plus 3. So Flick sits. That is prepares 20, a, a ritual. 23. To uh, pray to Denier for life and health. And it takes a while, but slowly you all begin to feel the healing light of Denier suffuse you. And you all regain, what did you say, 23 hit points? Mm-hmm. 23. Bizdira right. totally has her eye like towards the area of the tree. <laughs> it, it doesn't do anything. Great. You all have well and truly killed it this time. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh-huh. 
Love it. Uh, okay, so let's head back over to the well. I'm so weirded out by this well. I don't know why I'm so, like, excited about it. <laughs> well, I think it's funny since we, like, so we just, like, so brushed it off the first time we walked past it. Yeah, and now we're like, like, wait, what? Well. Now it's become a major plot point. Because <laughs> I think I kind of want to practice the, the consecration ceremony. Yeah. I think that's what he... I mean... Because my instruction is to consecrate the temple, but Correct. what if I don't do it right? <laughs> right. That's I mean, remember that you that Gavrail made you practice it so much that you could do it because fl- it's a long ritual, right? And by the time Gavrail like decided that you were ready, like you could do that thing backwards and forwards in your sleep perfectly. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't do this, but like, and it has been a while, to be fair. Um, but like. When you were sent here to the last refuge, like you knew that thing cold. Mm, gotcha. I mean, I don't think it could could it do any harm to do it here. I mean, there's something coming out of that well. So. Okay. Um, uh, maybe it at most it would displease Denier, but I mean that's kind of the point. I'm torn. I think I'm really excited to have found like maybe what we think is one of the magical. Because I remember um, Gavrail talking about there were multiple points at which, you know, there were there that could be anchorage points for him. Um, but obviously the temple was the, the one that they had confirmed was the point, you know, that that he wanted to set foot here. Um, I, I don't know. You were so gung-ho, and now you doubt I yourself. I was so gung-ho about That's it. That's okay. Now I've talked myself out of it. We've all had that it. moment where we're, like, so ready, and then the moment comes, and we're like, goo, goo, but maybe not. <laughs> I can stop, I think you right? Do yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, great. Oh, my God, that face. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what this ritual looks like, particularly the preparation and the beginning of it. Okay, okay, here we go. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh, yeah. go ahead. We should cast Augury and ask if it's a good idea. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. And with your uh, with your increased like time frame range from the Shimmer Scale power up, because um, like I think I think we said the ritual takes. God, I would have to go back because I don't remember, but I think it probably takes at least an hour. Uh, so like with the increased time of your divination spells due to the power of the Shimmer Scale, Augury will in fact encompass the time in which it would take you to complete this ritual. Hold, please. Holding. What do we got? Wait, what level is that? First? Second? What, Augury? Yeah. Uh, I think it's second, but let's look. Oh. This is important. <laughs> mm-hmm. I only have so many slots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Augury is a second level spell. Got it. Thanks. That's perfect. We're doing that. So uh, I will cast <laughs> at the, uh, you know, taking the advice of my friend, I will mm. cast Augury. Okay. You can also do, Augury can be done as a ritual too. So you can take oh. 11 minutes to cast it and not use a spell slot. Okay. Well, then I'll do that. We have the time. Um, assuming you had it prepared today. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So you were able to take another, You take, it takes about 11 minutes. Uh, about it takes exactly eleven minutes. You set out the shield. You get out. Uh, you know. You conjure the uh, the feathers, which now sort of live within the shield, and the shield creates the feathers for this spell. I love it. Um, and it takes a lot longer, and it's very. There's a lot more like sort of drawing arcane si- or uh, mystical sigils in the air, and a lot of meditation. Uh, but eventually, the feathers, the the shield, the shield, the shimmer scale begins to glow. And the feathers come out, and they swirl above the shimmer scale, and they form the sigil of woe. Oh, bad things. 
Well, I guess we won't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good thing we checked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But aren't you a little curious about I'm, what I'm the sad bad too. things are? I was very are? excited about it. I was going to do I Yeah, I was really excited to do a good thing. Aren't you curious what the bad things are? Yes. Yeah, but, but I'm... This <laughs> dear, yes. <laughs> but I have one key point left. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't think we're ready for that right now. Mm-mm. Well, yeah. okay. So we shouldn't do that. <laughs> Glad that we traveled all Flick this will, way. Like, he's he like, bought a demon tree. Because <laughs> obviously though. he's like crouching. Like every time he 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 casts augury, he has to like crouch on his knees and like be like over the shimmer scale, like you know whatever. And uh-huh. he will just like fall back, like li- like leaning up against the well, and just like hands on the ground, like kind of sprawled. And he's just like, "Welp, what now?" Aww. Aww. I'm gonna give him a pat on the back. Yep. We all thought it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Maybe eventually, but not now. We gotta do the temple first. Yeah. Who's with me? <laughs> yeah, but now what? Because we can't do the temple right now. No. I want to find out what's happening with Bria. Yeah, that's the next step. I wish I could summon my animal it? messenger back, like a messenger <laughs> boomerang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is there any way to figure out if she got our message? No. Besides going towards Silsen? No. Yeah, and no and more... This is why we need Zagara. His little animal friends could have told us. I forgot about his little friends. Those creepy... What were they? They were scary, whatever yeah, they, they were. Yeah, they were really scary. I remember, we're all like, oh, the cute little animal friends. You mean those giant bugs that like tried to defeat us that one time? Yeah, they were, yeah. Wait, they were out of Volos. What were they? Let's find out. Um... Mm. Okay, so getting in touch with Bria is probably a no-go. If um, Oh, they were mean locks. That's what they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, that now. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um. So do we have a sense of whether we would be anywhere near the path that Bria and the Guardians might be taking? Like, is there any way we could try to intercept them? Make a wisdom survival check. That is... A 23. Yeah, you could definitely find sort of the most likely path to Silfson from the from the temple. It's not exactly the way that you all traveled because you ended up detouring over to the to the tunnels. But yeah, you could probably find that. What do you guys think? <laughs> um Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't sure. know why that tickled me so much, but it did. No, because I was thinking, I was like, well, it would be great to go, like, stop Bria, make sure she got the message, and be like, don't do this. But uh-huh. then the other thing is that we don't necessarily have the ability to actually have a conversation with Bria yet. Don't worry so, about like, that. Don't worry about that. That's on me. Okay. Um. So, yes, then. <laughs> I guess the <laughs> answer is yes, we should go stop Bria. Uh, yeah. Amazing. And make sure she got the message. I mean, I'm not entirely convinced we'll be able to like stop her well no but we can we can tell the the guardians that are with her like you go on ahead she needs to not go into Silson. right so also remember though that at this point so it's t- it took you probably the better part of three or four days like three and a half days to get to this well like to find it because you all got lost in one of the days and this and that and 
the Guardians thought that they were going to be back in five to ten days. Right. So the odds yeah. of you catching them before they arrive at Sylphson are pretty much zero at yeah, this point. Yeah, so my thought was more to intercept them on their way back to the Got temple it. or wherever the guardians live. That way, maybe we would get a little bit of time with that group before we made it to the larger group of guardians sure, and they sure, made sure. us turn over the keys. Right. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. That's actually not a bad plan at all. Because I like that we get a little time with Bria or we would at least try and talk to her before we'd have to give those up. Assuming, you know, she hasn't been captured by the snakes. Right. So. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking, and I'm trying. Oh, wait. Yes. Well, I mean, if our plan is to like try to find the likely path that they would have taken, sure. or to wait for them, I can yeah. also once we rest up, I can prepare some spells to talk to the animals in the area and sure. see if any of them have seen a group come by. And if they have any uh, info, they might want to give us. Sure, that's an idea. I want some feelings, y'all. I'm. I want to go consecrate the temple right ah! now. Yeah. All right, Bizdira. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so the the so Flick wants to consecrate the temple. Flick wants to go back and consecrate right away. Right. Uh, well, Kit without wants to yeah, try, without the guardians. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kit wants to try and intercept. Bria slash the group of guardians so that you all have a chance to have a chat before you get back to the temple um, where there is a larger group of guardians mm-hmm. uh, and possibly use some animal speak with animals to get a bead on exactly where they are at this point. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking, Biz? I'm thinking that the only way we're going to get into the temple is without the guardians. So, okay. I mean, the last time we went, they were... They only showed up because of band practice? Well, sort of. I mean, remember that every time you've been around, there's always been a patrol, like, mm-hmm. within at least an hour of the temple, right? I think that's the longest you've ever waited before yeah. a group of them showed up. This That happened to be a, a particularly large group that showed up after band practice. Right. But, I mean, you all have been around enough that you know that, like... There are usually there's usually at least a small group of them patrolling and keeping an eye and within, you know, if not quite shouting distance pretty close. Right. So the thing is is that like so if we go and we open the temple, one of two things could happen. Either A, we get in and it's fine and you consecrate and correct we won the last refuge. Yay. <laughs> or we go, we open the temple, we unleash this crazy beast and the guardians are super pissed at us and <laughs> We die. We die because we're only fifth level. Um, yeah, so... That is quite the choice. And I think maybe that's the cliffhanger choice that we're going to leave it on this week. <laughs> no. No. I know. I know. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Uh, so, normally this is where I say be sure to listen next week to find out what's going to happen. Um, but we are amongst the holiday, we are within the holiday season now uh, as we are recording this. I think this episode is going to come out on the 26th, so technically all of the big holidays, uh, Hanukkah and Christmas and all of that, are over at this point, but we've got New Year's on the horizon. And uh, as always, sort of scheduling and things uh, are a little funny in terms of recording. Bria is going to be returning to us at some date in the near-ish future, so we're also sort of trying to juggle that. So, we have 
some surprise treats for you all in the coming weeks. Over the next three weeks or so, you're going to get three sort of uh, special episodes uh, that we're going to release on Wednesdays as normal. Um, one of them is going to be a Meanwhile episode where Bria and I uh, have a chat about what's been going on with her uh, this whole time that the group has been away from her. And then the other two episodes are going to be Q&A episodes where we talk a little bit about what's been going on in The Last Refuge as a whole. Um, I'm interested to hear uh, some of the players' thoughts and feelings about the world and the campaign. They've got questions for me. So the first Q&A is going to be about the world in general and what's been going on. And then the second Q&A episode is really going to focus in on the various prophecies that our team has received over the last uh, year and a half that they've been in The Last Refuge and sort of trying to analyze them, trying to figure out what they mean and how that's going to affect what they do next. So that's going to be the next three weeks. After that, we will be into the new year. Uh, we will get back to right exactly this point where Bizdira is going to weigh in on what she thinks we should do next, and we'll uh, continue on from there. So we just wanted to give you a little heads up about what's going to be coming out in the next three weeks. So we're excited for that. Moving on with this outro, which is now longer than any we have ever done. <laughs> if you enjoyed your listening experience this week, it would be very merry, which is a weird thing to say because I just realized this is coming out the day after Christmas, but it's fine. Uh, if you left us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcast from, the more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people will get to listen. The review can be short. It can also just be a rating. That's great, too. It'll only take you a few seconds. Open up that podcast app and leave us that rating and review if you would be so kind. Remember that, of course, in addition to your ratings and reviews, you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at at DNDLastRefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. We'd love to have you follow us. Let us know what you think of the show. Of course, you can also email us at DNDLastRefuge at gmail.com. You can also support us and become part of an inner circle of fans that get access to all kinds of cool stuff by going to our Patreon page. Uh, that page is www.patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge. We want to thank some of our awesome patrons right now. Thank you so much to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Los Vargases and Eliyahu of Merc Grove. And as it is the last episode of the month, we want to thank our Shimmerscale council members as well. Sabria Alston, Nat Rose, Tony Ayelis, The Geekery, Lisa Diane Ricardo Etheridge, and Lucas Hokum. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron. We also do have our very own website with character player bios, fan art, and a link to that Patreon. That address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. We want to thank BattleBards for providing a lot of the fantastic music you hear on our show, D&D Beyond for being generally amazing in every way possible, and Cobalt Press for the creature codex that provided us with that creepy-ass tree that they fought this episode. You can check out all of those organizations, companies, whatever you want to call them, at BattleBards.com, dndbeyond.com, and CobaltPress.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira. Kit. And Flick. Happy gaming, y'all. Yahoo! <laughs> uh...